Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey everyone, welcome to the OFT Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Voles, Site Manager, Emperor, Supreme Warlord, and Defender of the Faith over at OneFootDown.com on the SB Nation Network. And joining me once again is the podcast legend, Jude Seymour, and the Chief Inspector, Brendan McAlinden. Notre Dame travels to Baltimore this week to face the Navy Midshipmen at MT Bank Stadium for a noon kickoff, noon kickoff on ABC, uh, the first time that Notre Dame uh, hasn't played a Navy road game uh, on a non-CBS network, and I can't tell you how long, uh, but that is definitely going to happen. Uh, that is what's happening this weekend. Uh, but before we get to anything else, let's uh, get on over to uh, some reviews. Uh, and uh, you could do that. Please do that. Get over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review. Any review that you leave, we will read on the next OFD podcast. Uh, I got one this week uh, from The Real Coconut, professionalist of podcasts. Five stars. Those earned Benjamin Morrison five stars. I think it's time for y'all to have a ceremony to promote Mike Mickens from villain to hero. There are very few environments at ND that I can remember feeling through the TV. 2020 Clemson obviously would have been crazier had it been non-COVID. 2018 Michigan was very loud. I was at that game. 2017 USC comes to mind, 2012 Stanford, and then I would have to go back to 05 Bush Push. <clears throat> However, this is the first ND game since that Ill, ill-fated Bush Push Eve that I can remember ND Stadium looking like an environment from the 80s and 90s. It was giving 93 FSU vibes, and I was born in 94 for context. All right. 
Uh, well, thank you for that review. Uh, the real coconut. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I, look, I thought the stadium atmosphere was amazing. I think people that were that that were still bitching about the crowd full of Clemson people, like during the game, like fans at home, like it was all good. Like Notre Dame absolutely showed itself to be legit in that regard. Uh, fans showed up. Look, there's there's a huge allotment of tickets that goes to Clemson, and then you're going to have some that are going to show up. It was it wasn't anywhere near the Georgia. Cincinnati contingents. We've talked about this before. It wasn't the Nebraska red wave. It was just fine. It was like if Michigan was really good and Michigan fans came down. No, that's what it looked like. That's exactly what it looked like. Um, and so instead of the obnoxious yellow, we had the obnoxious orange. It was fine. Notre Dame fans did their thing. They were loud and proud. Um, and I thought this, the, the, the school, it's Notre Dame itself uh, and the presentation that they had, for that game was well done. The DJ, the lights, the whole thing, everything was, everything was big game atmosphere, uh, vibes, and they passed the test. So it was all good. Uh, so again, thank you for that review. Get on over to Apple podcasts. Please leave a rating. Please leave a review. All right. Well, it is, like I said, Navy week. And so that was our Navy preview. Moving on. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, well, let's get to the game picks uh, of the week. Brendan, my friend, uh, what what's on deck? I, I imagine many Big 12 games. Uh, yeah, well, it's just it's all Big 12 games. That's the only thing that I have set oh, on wow. the schedule. Just, like, it's just straight Kansas yeah. State all the it's way? Just, it's just all uh, it's all Big 12 games. <laughs> hey, uh, so, how did we do last week? Oh, my God, you guys were hot trash. <laughs> I went over. I think this was my second over of the season. No, 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 I didn't have an over yet. Uh, this is my first offer of the season. Still about five hundo, uh, twenty nine twenty six. Jude was the only one uh, in the black, going three and two. And Joshua, you went uh, one and four because you were the only one that picked Notre Dame cover. Uh, still, still rolling with that uh, overall. Yeah, thirty one twenty four. Uh, Jude's creeping up to fifty percent. We're all uh, we're all holding. This is so ones. awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a race to the middle. Okay. <laughs> Josh is still Josh is making money still, so that's good. That's good. Uh, I was making money until last week. Um, yeah, oh so, my god, you hit the skids pretty hard there, my friend. Woof. Uh, so woof. let's get back on track. This one, um, and we're gonna we're gonna start with Ole Miss welcoming in the reeling. 
Alabama Crimson Tide. Old Miss is an 11.5 point home dog. Ooh. Do you do you think Alabama bounces back? Um, and, and I'll take this one first. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Alabama bounces back because I don't know what bouncing back means for Alabama. <laughs> Alabama has struggled mightily, and they've not had a single complete game this year where you can point to and say, "Yeah, this Alabama team is vintage Alabama." They're not. They're not doing the the you know the solid verbal Alabama crockpot. Um, they had you know red zone woes against uh, LSU, and even though they outgained them in yards yard points, uh, yeah. they, they found a way to loss, lose a football game in overtime. Um, could have lost the game to Texas A&M. Could have lost the game to Texas. Uh, I don't know how good Alabama team is, but at the same token, I don't know how good this Ole Miss team is. <laughs> and I think I'm going to take Alabama just just until Alabama. If, if Alabama loses the third game, then then we can start talking about this. But I feel uncomfortable about coming off a loss, taking Alabama, even though it's a you know two score spread. So I'll take Alabama, but I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I I feel the same way as you, Brendan, in terms of like I don't we don't we have such limited information about what Nick Saban does after he loses because it happens so infrequently. Um, I do feel like maybe a little bit of Bruce Feldman body blow theory here in terms of like the game against LSU being scrappy. Um, I don't know that I trust um, Mississippi if uh, Dr. Bo Wallace was still there or uh, Chad Swag Kelly or whatever. Maybe this is a maybe this is a different ask. Um, I just, I don't know, 12 points seems eminently reasonable. They're at home. Ah, damn it. Um, you know what? Give me Ole Miss to cover. I don't feel great about that, but, uh, somebody's gotta, somebody's gotta do the opposite of what Brendan just did, so... Well, I'm glad it was you and not me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, our our little contest aside, uh, I thought maybe I'd, I'd swing that way, which, but uh, I appreciate you doing it, Juden said. Yeah, I'll take one for the I, team. Or maybe I not. Mean, I don't know. I mean, you're right. I mean, like this this game, absolutely. I mean, this, this, is, this is probably the most interesting game of the week. I mean, it might, has to be because you have to see how, how does Alabama respond. I mean, are, they, are we really looking at a three-loss Alabama team? I mean, it just it doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, I can't wrap my head around Alabama losing. I just I don't know that I want to drop right. eleven and a half points right. on it. I think that's right. my deal, you know. Right. I guess I, I guess I'm thinking more. I'm thinking more along those lines of the actual spread itself. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Alabama's either going to lose or they're going to cover big. I, I don't know why, but <laughs> it's just like those are the two prevailing thoughts in my mind. I'm going to go ahead and take and just roll with Alabama. It's not a hard bet to make. Uh, they generally are pretty good about that. So I don't know. I just, we'll see what fire. I, I didn't, when I watched the LSU Alabama game, I just didn't see Alabama in the same light as I've, we've seen them in other years. And maybe it's because they just haven't been in that situation so many times. But it's just like, yeah. Well, you just not, you're not fighting back. There is, didn't seem to be the, the the hell guts of fire that you would expect from a saving team. I don't know, man. Something was missing there. Maybe he gets it back. Maybe it was an anomaly. Uh, maybe Brian Kelly really fucking paid off a, a voodoo witch. Uh, <laughs> it, 
could have asked for a better, I mean, we really can't ask for a better scenario for, for BK, uh, out of that. So, uh, I, I do believe Voodoo was on the order. Give me Bam on the cover. How do you think All Brian right. Kelly says Voodoo? Uh, <laughs> depends on, he's like well, a politician. No, it, like it just it depends on, uh, <laughs> what, what the makeup of the crowd is. If it's mostly <laughs> the crowd. That's right. He doesn't say it. He, he sings it out like, uh, like the ICP song. <laughs> Voodoo, run up for my magic. All right, so we split on that one. What's the next one, Brendan? Uh, the next one I think is important because the winner of this game likely is the um, recipient of a Cotton Bowl invite as the highest-ranked Group of Five team. Oh, shit. Why that's okay. why that's pertinent to Notre Dame? Um, if Notre Dame were to somehow make a New Year's Six bowl game. Um, by beating USC and getting a little help along the way from some from other opponents or the college football playoff acknowledging that Penn State has zero ranked wins. <laughs> it would be a group of five opponent in the Cotton Bowl that Notre Dame would play. So Tulane is hosting UCF. Both of them are ranked in the polls. And Tulane is a two-point home favorite. Okay, I I, I want to start on this one. Um, I can't think of a more confounding loss uh, besides Notre Dame losing to Marshall. But if I were to think of a different confounding loss, it would be Southern Miss beating Tulane in the beginning of the season. Right. Um, my right. understanding. My understanding is that Tulane has won all of its games except for this trash performance against Southern Miss, which I think is low key hilarious. Although I'm sure if you're a Tulane fan, you're probably pretty pissed. Um, meanwhile, UCF is literally the Jekyll and Hyde where they'll lose to Louisville, um, House uh, SMU, uh, House Florida Atlantic, put up a 70-burger on Temple. Oh, no, we just lost by 20 points to East Carolina. Like, what? <laughs> you know? Hey, East Carolina's sneaky good, man. Well, Fine, but Tulane did beat them 24 to 9. So we have, we have, uh, you know, we have, uh, we have some data points here, right? Um, yeah. you know, I, I don't think I would own the Tulane tuxedo and not be willing to, uh, to give two points, uh, for Tulane. So <laughs> give me Tulane, uh, to win this. I think, I think what Brendan just explained to me is more chaos is better. So probably Tulane losing would be better. Is that right, Brendan? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, but um, I'm going to say Tulane covers the two points here. And I love I, – I've been kind of, you know, in uh, – Pat Forty's mentioned because he wrote a god-awful article about how Notre Dame shouldn't be ranked. Uh, <laughs> reaction to the college football playoff. And he's like, well, they have two horrible losses. And it's – and like Jude highlighted, um, losing to Southern Miss is as bad as losing to – or, uh, Marshall. Southern Miss. Um, yeah. Southern Miss, yeah. Southern yeah. Miss, you right. That's as bad as losing to Marshall. I mean, that it's, and, and losing to East Carolina is as bad as losing to Cal, or not Cal, uh, Stanford, right? Because, but East, East Carolina is a team that, that caught a dub to, or caught an L to Navy. And Navy's one of the worst teams in the, uh, group of five. So, I think both of those teams, and he doesn't write about them, uh, UCF and, and, uh, um, Tulane being, you know, undeserving and, of being ranked. And where's the wins? Notre Dame has uh, actual King, King real State. wins. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah I'm just, I'm just so tired it's of this, a, like, 
as soon as you beat an eight and zero team, all of a sudden they were trash, and Notre Dame just exp- exp- exposed how trash they were. Like, well, you know, good good football teams, good to great football teams actually do that. So, congratulations. Yeah, I know? tweeted at him. I tweeted at him, and I was like, how how do you 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 know basically just clowning on him? Like, how do you not believe that Notre Dame should be ranked after crushing Clemson? He's like, well, they have uh, two unforgivable losses or two horrible losses, and I go, yeah, they also have. Two phenomenal wins. Yeah, and a couple of other and a and Syracuse is still a good win. That's a that's on the road against the t- against a winning football team. That's we'll still a good win. How I was good that say, win is. I was gonna say, hey, it feels, hey, shut your mouth. Hey, we'll feels see a how, like the jalopy is losing its wheels. <laughs> yeah, it's a little B, it's a little BYU because we were doing the same thing for BYU. And, uh, Although that UNC win looks better by the week too. So I mean, UNC if if Notre Dame beats or if UNC beats Notre Dame, UNC is the number five team in the nation. Oh, if, for sure. And if Clemson beats them, they're probably number three, right? So yeah, um, give me. Uh, Give me Tulane as well. Um, it's not at the bounce house, so I'm just going to take the favorite in this particular instance. And uh, UCF has proven to be more gettable uh, throughout the course of the season. Oh, man. Are we betting Tulane this week, Josh? No. no. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, no. I, uh, much, the American, much like the Big 12, it just feels volatile, man. I just, I don't. Yeah, just, I, they I, eat each other. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand it now. I, Tulane could, could open up a, a 25 point whoop ad, whoop ass on, <laughs> on UCF and I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, just, I guess my, my first instinct would be going to Tulane, so I'm going to go against that and, uh, never take UCF. Chaos in, the American Athletic. Yeah, and and it's and that's fun. I get a root for I get a root for the the bigger cat. Hey, what happens if there is no ranked group of five team? Like for real? You know, I think in that particular instance, it might go to just two at large. I'm gonna have to look that up. That could be a way Notre Dame sneaks in because there's only two too. group of five, and they're yeah. and they're down there. It's not imagine, like you have. The, imagine the column that would that would generate from Pat Forty. My God. I mean, it will I mean, find a fun. Is there even a fun so? I mean, they could find a way to get the UTSA Roadrunners ranked. Liberty could get ranked, right? The Liberty could end up uh, taking one of those spots. Nobody from the yeah. Back. I guess I, I guess Liberty's only got one loss, don't they? Yeah, Liberty's got one loss, and they got yeah. a pretty good win, I guess. If Arkansas is a good win, but uh, Mountain West is out. Um, Fun Belt, I guess you get Coastal Carolina in there. So Coastal Carolina certainly could be the team if they win it. You could see Coastal end up uh, sliding in there. But right. I mean. I don't know if you rank any group of five team that has two losses just because they won't have, you know, the, the lack of quality dubs. So if Coastal picks up another L, um, yeah, I mean, you could get two at-larges for the Cotton. That would be interesting. Penn State, Notre Dame, sign me up. So this next game um, is in the Pac-12, and <laughs> it's everybody's new darling, and that is the – um, the, they're, they're getting the sort of Michigan 2018 treatment. Yeah, pay no attention to that. It is absolutely. We got, we got it horse whipped. Yeah. I mean, oh. it wasn't, it was a 45. I assume you're talking about Oregon, right? Yeah, 45 okay. point loss. <laughs> yeah, wow. On a they looked terrible. Study. I watched that game. They looked absolutely lost. I, yeah, I just don't get, I don't get how you, that could be forever be forgivable. 
Like that, that is equal to, to, a, to, to the two losses of Stanford and Marshall. If you yeah. get whooped that fucking bad, you get, you got handed to you. Not just, I don't care if it's first week, third week or whatever. You literally got tossed aside yeah. like you were a JV squad. 46 point loss. You cannot, you cannot. And I, I mean, to this point, their only dub is against, uh, UCLA and they did it in pretty definitive fashion. They did. They did. Um, so that's a, that's a really quality win. But other than that, I, I mean, at least they beat Stanford. So they got that. <laughs> uh, but so they are bringing in, um, Washington, who is a place filler at the bottom of the college football playoff bracket. Um, Washington is a 13 and a half point road dog. So Oregon's getting two touchdowns at home to beat Washington. Um, Joshua, what do you got? I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of points. Uh, but I mean, Washington just isn't good. Like, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm looking at their, I'm looking at the results and saying, what is the win I'm so proud of? Oregon State? Oregon State. I mean, and they did it without having to score a score. And Cal, I mean, Oregon State and Cal, it was a 24-21 and then a 28-21 game uh, on the inverse. That's just like, that's not okay. really impressive. But, I mean, they did the thing. I, 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 I guess mean, they did the thing. They got the They dunk. did the thing. And they did the, they, they won their clunkers. And I guess this is one of the things with Notre Dame that is, is tough for me to um, rectify is Notre Dame lost their clunkers. But in their two best wins, you could not have been more definitive in victory in those two games. Right. right? They, right. they were no doubters. And you look at a lot, some of these 100% teams. 100% win expectancy. These, yeah. The, you look at these, uh, you know, Washington's won their clunkers and they're seven and Well, two. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If, if Washington was eight and one, all right, like they, they so don't the lose to Arizona State, right? That Arizona right. They don't State. Lose their, yeah. it, it, which, was, which was at Arizona State. It was a seven point loss. Her, it's her like been fired, right? I'm yeah. never going to be anyone that's going to stick up for Washington ever. Just fuck <laughs> us. But like, it's kind of they're, I mean, kind of getting a little shade because I mean their results are the same as like like 15 other teams that are that are ranked ahead of them. I mean their results like, are the same as it's Penn no big State. deal. Right? Like it's 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 no big whoop, right? Like, like they got some wins and they got I don't know. Thirteen points is a lot. I don't think Oregon is is good. I hear I keep hearing the committee bring up forty points a game. Like that's a thing. Like like no, this is great. But like in the you context of a Pac defense against yeah. Georgia. Yeah, I guess the context against the Pac twelve defense, that just like doesn't make sense to me. Like, don't bring up that stat. Anyways, I like Washington to at least cover. Um thirteen and a half, two touchdowns, that's a lot, and I think I mean, if, if this was going to be a home game for the Huskies, let's just say that's a 10-point. I, I mean, I would really like Washington to win that game if it was a home game. But it's in Austin. No. Yeah. Give me give me the Huskies. Give me the Huskies. It would be great for a lot of teams in the rankings if Washington did the thing this week. Brendan, you want me to go next? Or you, you would get to yeah, yeah, this yeah. One? You can go ahead yeah. and go next. I haven't so, you know, it's, oh gosh, 13 and a half points is a lot. You know, I was thinking, you know, I can see this being a 38-25 type game and losing out of the hook, right? Um, you know, Washington did play UCLA close and sort of the, you know, probably their, in terms of the, the best opponent that they played so far this year. Um, could they keep within 13 and a half? Yeah. But then I look at the Oregon scores and with the exception of that Washington State game, these games are all crooked. 
I mean, 45, 27, 49, 22, 45, 30, 42, 24, 49, 10. I mean, like they are just putting numbers on people. Um, crap. I mean, I don't know. Um, my gut says 13 and a half is too much. So I guess I'm going to stick with my gut and just say Washington keeps this within, um, 13 and a half, but I do not feel good about this. And I'm really curious where Brendan's going with this. Um, so in the, uh, first two games of the season for, um, Oregon, they were averaging 35.5 points per game. That's fun, right? That's how numbers work. (laughs) That's right. 70 and three. (laughs) Uh, so, I mean, Oregon's got, like we said, we've, they've rattled off, they've scored 40 points in every single game. Um, that they played since the opener against Georgia. And I don't think that that continues against Washington because for all of Washington's foibles, um, they do still have a pretty good defense. I like Penix a little bit in this spot because while Oregon, uh, has been scoring, you know, 40 plus points, they, they are susceptible to giving up points themselves. Um, you know, Colorado notwithstanding, because Colorado is one of the worst teams in, in football, right? So I, I don't like it, but I do think that Washington's able to keep this game uh, close enough to at least cover. So oh it looks God. like we are probably looking Brandon, at, get I, us the, the best line we can. I mean, I think it's already gone up a point, right, since the opening line? Uh, I checked I it this morning. Um, right, but I think I think Oregon started as a, maybe a twelve and a half point favorite, and it's jumped up a point. Yeah, That's, it's at thirteen and a half. Yeah, which is where we're at. So I, I think uh, I'll try and get us the best one, but I, I, I think I know you'll do well. I I feel good <laughs> enough about. There's a lot of press. There's a lot of press about Oregon, um, and Washington's definitely going to come in with some chip on their shoulder. Um, so this next game is. Um, Texas is hosting TCU and is a seven. Nope, we're not doing it. Nope, 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 nope. nope, nope. It's a ranked matchup. Undefeated nope. TCU uh, coming Although to the dog. It does need to be the, the two seconds to say, what the hell is Texas doing ranked ahead of Notre Dame? I wrote about it. It's disrespectful to the troops. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a close, a close loss to, uh, Alabama who has two, two losses. Loss, Alabama. And a win against Kansas State is worth more than Clemson and North Carolina. But you know what? If we're doing asides, let me tell you how much I hate the noon kickoff in a sterile NFL stadium against a triple option team against a first year by a first year head coach coming off a remarkable like career defining win. Right? I like absolutely hate that. Oh, we're gonna um, get. Oh, we're gonna get to that uh, in a second, Jude. We're still uh, picking Notre Dame. So, <laughs> so we're sliding that one out, and we're instead, because I do think this is of note, Florida State is now back in the rankings, and they are traveling to uh, the stadium formerly known as the Carrier Wireless. <laughs> Florida State's getting six and, a half, six and a half points as a road favorite against Syracuse. Uh, Notre Dame would like Syracuse to win this football game, right? But the question oh, is, absolutely, yeah. Jude, does it happen? Are the wheels falling off this jalopy? Yeah, it? the problem is that Garrett Schrader was the starter for a reason, right? And so now we're at we're now 
two games into the Carlos Del Rio Watson experiment and um it's going really um not great. <laughs> so uh yeah they're not, look. They're not pleased? They're not <laughs> the performance? They are not they are not P L thirty four S E D with the performance. <laughs> um look, this is this is a must get for Syracuse, right? Um Florida State, would you say seven, six and a half point favor? Is that what, six and a half, what the deal? Yeah. Ugh. Um, Hodge. I, I just, I, I can't in good conscience take Syracuse right now because I just don't think their offense really works. Um, so do we have any news about Schrader coming back? I mean, do we have anything to help hold our hands on, uh, to say maybe I can pick Syracuse in this? QB has injury the team is sensitive to. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, so right now I think that I'm going to go with um, Florida State and lay the points. Uh, Joshua? No, 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 I'll take this one. I'll, I'll let you bring it up. Um, I'm also taking Florida State. I don't want this to be the outcome um, because I want Syracuse to, to sort of buoy up Notre Dame's resume with that third-ranked win. Yeah, I, definitely. I, I said when I was previewing Syracuse that Garrett Schrader was the entire team, and that's pretty much panned out for Syracuse because um, he wasn't even remotely healthy for Notre Dame, and they couldn't do anything. And last week against Pitt was uh, abysmal. So <coughs> I'd have to take Florida State. I think I said Del Rio Watson. It's Del Rio Wilson. I apologize for to Carlos and his – Family and his family, his entire, <laughs> all the, his ancestors. The, yeah. They were tuned in. All the high <laughs> ancestors. It was very unprofessional of me to screw that up. So This is a professional podcast. So let's, this let's, is a very professional podcast. Professional podcast. All right, Josh, um, take us home. Are we betting this game? Hell no, we're not betting this game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any, I don't want any, I don't want to. You don't want that Syracuse game. smoke. So, the good, which is the good news here. <laughs> yeah. The good news here is that I, I'll be rooting for Syracuse. The bad news is I actually think Florida State isn't bad. I think Florida State's actually been playing pretty well. Yeah. Um, and I, I like the things that they're doing. Uh, but I do think that the dome can be tricky every once in a while. I mean, even when Syracuse is much hotter trash than they are now, they, you know, it's, a, it's an 8 p.m. kick and people are going to be ready yeah, for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I don't know, man. It just, it has be liquored little, up. It'll be liquored up. <laughs> listen, if I think if I think if Schrader plays, like if because you don't know what Babers is doing with the injury reports, I think if Schrader plays, I think Syracuse most flat out wins. Um, if he doesn't play, uh, uh, maybe they could keep it close uh, and get weird. I don't know. Um, it does suck that. Uh, uh, oh God, what was what's like the kid's name? The the corner that got hurt against us. Chestnut. Yeah, this is a game that. They really, they really would need something like that, uh, because regardless of how bad Florida State's been, there's still athlete per athlete on that roster is just way superior uh, to Syracuse. So, but give me the orange, man. Uh, uh, Dino Babers, don't be a coward, bro. Go for the gusto. All right, and then the uh, final game, um, Notre Dame. Going to a professional sports stadium in the uh, lovely <laughs> city of Baltimore for a noon kickoff 
and I believe uh, Dan Orlovsky's everyone's favorite. Dan Orlovsky's on the call, so we get to hear uh, Tommy Reese hype for the the full three four hours. Hey, touch grass, man. Touch grass. Uh, I'm touching it. Um, <laughs> so Navy is a 17 point air quotes uh, home dog. Notre Dame's getting 17 points. I'll uh, lead it off. Um, Navy stinks. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, gents, here it is. Navy stinks. <laughs> Navy stinks. Um, they do have the one thing that they do well uh, is actually they are the um, seventh ranked team in rushing yards allowed. Um, the reason why they're the seventh ranked team in rushing yards allowed is they are the hundred and fourteenth ranked passing defense. In yards allowed. Uh, I think this is a game that um, Notre Dame should be able to do. I mean, I don't care at this point, having seen what Notre Dame did to Clemson. I don't care what um, a team's rushing defense is. I think Notre Dame will be able to get their pound of flesh. Uh, I think this is a game that Drew Pine's able to to put up some some numbers, and maybe we see uh, Tobias get some play. Maybe Brayden Lindsey can catch a touchdown pass that isn't a pop pass. Um, maybe he can get one long, but I think maybe can be gotten through the air. And um, their offensive line or defensive line isn't uh, that much taller than uh, Drew Pine. So maybe a few less batted balls and maybe uh, maybe Notre Dame um, can get some passes over the middle completed. Uh, but, yeah, I like Notre Dame to win this pretty easily and comfortably. Um, I think that they turned a corner. So give me Notre Dame. Yeah, I'll go second and let, uh, let our Supreme Warlord Defender of Faith uh, pull up the rear here. I, I just look. Notre Dame does too many things right, um, and, and they will they will control the line of scrimmage. I, I don't worry about the rush defense numbers. Uh, like Brendan, I think the three-headed Hydra is working uh, as God and everyone intended it to. Um, I think I could easily foresee an instance in which uh, Drew Pine hits Michael Mayer and you know Navy guys are struggling to bring him down. I would say go for the knees because Michael Mayer seems susceptible to that, but uh, don't hurt the guy, all right? Um, so, yeah, this is literally all about possessions, right? Can you maximize the few number of possessions that you know that you're going to get against Navy? I think that is possible. I could see them scoring um, on all possessions, maybe except for, say, one, and I could easily see a game where it's a, we're, we're get a number like a 42-6 or something like that. And so I, I definitely have another name covering the 17 point spread here. I'm hoping for no, uh, noon sterile NFL stadium hangover, Clemson win hangover, uh, nonsense. Um, and so to the extent that there might be a slow start, I'm not going to fret it because fundamentally Notre Dame is a much better team than Navy and can easily cover this spread. So, um, hoping for a, for a fun Saturday where we get to just kind of laugh about, um, how dominant Notre Dame is looking against a clearly inferior opponent. The only saving grace in all of this is that this is a noon kickoff, which is awesome. Let's get this freaking thing done out of the yeah. way. So we can watch real football games. Yeah. I mean, this is not our favorite team and then some really good matchups. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, really, I mean, uh, NFL stadiums, Navy on the schedule. This is like every, every trigger word in my, <laughs> for me, for me as a Notre Dame football fan and college football fan is, is involved this week. Um, but again, I do appreciate the noon kickoff. It's look, I think, uh, I have read that Navy gives up only three and a half yards per carry on the ground. And that's because they're just like letting teams torch them through the air, which is 
what 2022 is usually all about. Uh, you know, this day and age, people are just throwing. My biggest hope here is that Notre Dame doesn't try to make this a let's try to get better game, like through the air. Yeah, You're not going to get better. Too cute by half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you are not. You are not going. You are not going to improve the passing game. That is not going to happen at all. You are not going to suddenly be better. Um, you know that area by torching Navy for, and I say torch for like 220 yards passing. Just right. don't even. Just don't, don't fuck around. Go there. Do your business. Uh, the if if Audrey Estime and Logan Diggs are rattling off six seven yards of carry. Just run them over. Don't, I mean, stop screwing around. Just run them the hell over. Run them the hell out of Dodge. Disrespect the shit out of them, uh, by just stopping them. And I say that with all due respect, the disrespect. Just run the shit out of them. Beat them up. And I, I, Jack Kaiser didn't play a lot against Clemson, uh, and to the point where someone thought he was injured. And it was kind of, I don't know, man. Freeman's answer to that was kind of strange. Just like the tone was like they just liked what they had out there. Like, like something was up with Kaiser. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've only given it like a two minute thought this week, but uh, I did want to dig into that a little bit. But anyways, like this is a game for for guys like Luafau and Kaiser. Uh, this is a game where really was a Bo Bauer game for sure. Um, but I don't yeah. even think that. Put some, this put is, some, put some stick them on Lorenzo Styles' hands. Throw it, throw it, you know, down the line or whatever for a, like, you know, air yard of zero or whatever and let them run behind two bigger guys and let them, let them ball, right? Like, e- even if the run game, it, it does get stuffed. There's so many options that you could make this game really simple for, for Drew Pine. So, um, 15, I, 15 passing attempts should be the maximum. 15. <laughs> I mean, I think the over under should be set at 15. Uh, for pass attempts. And I, I, if I was them, slam that under, baby. Just mm-hmm. keep handing it off. Just, I mean. Yeah, let's see if third, it, it doesn't work. We're, we're maybe when it's third and 11. Work. Maybe when it's third and 11, throw a little play action in there. Just for the, just, just to really, uh, <laughs> to grind somebody's gear. <laughs> Does Steve Angeli get to throw a pass in this game? Yes. I hope so. Yeah, Ron Paulus the third. Does RP three throw a pass this game? No, 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 no that doesn't happen. No. Okay, no. just second. Does Mitchell Evans? No. <laughs> fact, they, did, they, they never had to pull it out last week. Save that it, was a save it for USC. They didn't. They never had to pull out the Mitchell. We won't see that that uh, that Mitchell Evans play until until the bowl game. Absolutely right. No, until SC. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see that in the Coliseum. Mitchell Evans screaming Ohio forever in LA. I got you, Greg. Yeah, Notre Dame's gonna. I just think they're gonna roll them. And but we're talking. I, I think Notre Dame's gonna run for 300 yards in this game. I love it. I, I just don't think they're gonna screw around. I, I think Tommy Rees. I think everybody is resigned to what we are. And it took a minute to get there. Like it. It really took a hot minute to figure out what we were. That's that's what Marshall. That's a lot of what Marshall was was figuring out what we were. Plus the the whole quarterback injury and thing. All that. Was a big mess, and then I think Stanford they tried, they got away from what they were, and it doomed them. Like just be who you are, man. If you are out there running fourteen personnel and just slamming it, do I mean what was what did Reese say about coming down to the tower? Just call duo. Just call duo. Like, yeah. Which was the play? I mean, they just call them that every other play as it is, anyways. 
So what's he even need to be up the tower for, Brendan, if he's just going to call Duo every other play? They should do it this week. Uh, I like their name. Let's say 42 to 3. Love it. Let's have a let's have a let's have a Saturday, friends. Yeah, yeah. Have it. Enjoy enjoy a day. That's that's the, like I said. The only good thing is the noon kickoff. Uh, let's get this thing out of the way uh, and get into some some real college football. Um, and then we can go into another week of having to play a weak opponent. <laughs> you know, everything's gearing up. But I mean, there is still a lot of good stuff left on the table for Notre Dame. Believe it or not, surprise. Uh, there there's the chance for a 10-win season is still on the table, very much so. And that would be a, a huge win for, for Notre Dame and for all of us, considering where we were just, you know, a month ago. So that's awesome. Like, this, like think about, was it 2003 USC? Right? Three, was it, wasn't that a three-loss USC team? Oh, you talking about, I think it's 02, right? 02 USC? Oh, was it 02? Yeah, 02. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of parallels there with, you know, with, with kind of how the season went and just saying that like, you are not what you were in week two. And which is, if everyone wants to argue that for, for Oregon, who got their asses pounded to them by Georgia, then the same has to be said for a team like Notre Dame. Like, you do not have to be the same team that you were. And I don't think that they are. I think it took them a hot minute to figure out what they are and who they are. Um, and hopefully that stays in line and we just, we roll through these next two games and, uh, let's go take another one from SC. We Hell good? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. With the holiday season coming up, you know that you're out there looking for just like the best gifts for your friends, your families, uh, white elephant gifts. You want to be creative, but you also want to be known as like the person that got the great gift. Well, we have a solution for you. Head on over to Homefield Apparel, homefieldapparel.com, and you'll find a wide variety of collegiate hoodies, shirts, uh, and just general awesomeness all the way around. They have the softest hoodies, the warmest hoodies, the best designs, funny designs, great colors, just fantastic selection. Uh, so of all the people you know in your life, maybe some, maybe somebody went to the Colorado School of Mines and you're like, you are the only person I know that went to the Colorado School of Mines. And maybe they still don't know about home field apparel, which they should because they have a great Colorado School of Mines collection. Whatever it is, you can find the perfect gift over at Homefield Apparel, homefieldapparel.com for this holiday season. And not only that, but Homefield also is selling their core collection, which is is what it is, their core collection of t-shirts uh, and hoodies over there. Uh, blank slate, blank slate. Maybe your wife has a cricket and she has all sorts of funny things she wants to put down. Uh, live, laugh, love. I don't know. But if you ever want to live, laugh, love uh, soft t-shirt, Now's your chance. You can get on over to Homefield. They got tons of new colors uh, available for purchase uh, that you could do. I mean, <clears throat> everyone loves a, everyone loves a good gag gift, and a good gag gift can be a T-shirt well done uh, on your own design. So whatever it is that you want to find, it will be there. Uh, head on over to Homefield, homefieldapparel.com. Use the code one foot to save fifteen percent off your first order. Happy holidays! All right. Well, I think we got everything out of the tank. 
uh, for this week. Just a reminder, everybody, uh, get over to Apple Podcasts. Still your wife's phone, still your girlfriend's phone, your boyfriend's phone. Everybody like, subscribe, whatever the hell it is you got to do uh, for us to get more downloads. Uh, help us out. Spread the word. This show's fantastic. You love it. You know you love it. Your girlfriend loves it. Your wives love it. Uh, your kids love it. Uh, it's a family-friendly show. We do everything right here. This is totally professional. Uh, <laughs> so leave that rating. Leave that review. Uh, look, uh, just enjoy enjoy the week. Enjoy the, the noon kickoff. Enjoy the rest of the games uh, throughout the day. Uh, get, your, get some stuff done. Uh, and uh, pace yourself. Have a, have a great breakfast. Uh, and uh, be sure to check out uh, One Foot Down, OneFootDown.com uh, the rest of the week for, for all your Notre Dame coverage of good stuff uh, and, and some nonsense, of course. Uh, but it's, it's professional nonsense, so it's all good. So for Jude, for Brennan, for everybody over at OFD, thanks for listening, and as always, go Irish. <laughs>